Hi there, and welcome to Mugful Mimosas, the podcast where no one has time for proper stemware. So grab your nearest clean cup and fill it up with your drink of choice and settle in for today's episode where I am back with my friend Emma McCarthy for part two of our multiple sclerosis tales. (laughs) As I was cutting this episode, I realized we had quite a bit to talk about, so we're going to make this a three-part series about MS. So to make sure that you're in the know when part three drops, go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button. That way you don't miss any of the tea we spill. And keep in mind for this episode, we're jumping straight into where we left off. So if you jump in and are feeling a little lost, make sure you listen to part one first. For now, make sure your cup is full and let's dive all the way in. You you can recover, but then there are also times that you just don't recover. And it just, it, like still to this day because like right now like it's still like again it feels like a very dull like tv static like on my hands right now and the 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 nerve pain medicine like dulls that like sensation which allows me to kind of like go on about my day where I don't like notice it until I'm like using my hands a lot or typing a lot and then like that exacerbates it that's but hard. So you t- hard. Do you take gabapentin? Mm-hmm, do you I take? do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And I take a lot too. It's like, um, mm-hmm. how much gabapentin am I on now? At this point, I'm on 1200 split up on like on two doses. And for the, for the like one in the morning, one in the nighttime. Isn't just it? just did it's, not compute. Like that's what do the you hardest mean? part. Yeah. You don't. I mean, for my first two relapses, I fully recovered. And then my third and final relapse I've never fully recovered from symptoms wow and so what was that last one like what let what, me what tell are you it's a 12 years later shit yeah I mean most of my issues are bladder related I won't get into too much detail but that's actually though the worst it and it I like yeah. I couldn't really leave my house like around pandemic time because no yeah. I, I couldn't use any bathrooms anymore like I couldn't risk going out into the street and having to like and almost peeing myself so I'm just like how did you even do? and I don't even have those so like <laughs> like the words aren't even forming in my brain because I'm trying to like New make, York, make sense. New York is really hard right I mean yeah we were there for spring break again and it's like you go out and you walk everywhere and it's yep. like there are not a ton of public bathrooms. No, no. To the point where I follow, I, oh my God, this is so, I feel really silly, like even like admitting to this, but I follow this Instagram account now called got to go NYC. It's literally an Instagram no, account about it. that talks yeah. about all the public bathrooms and like yeah. what's accessible, like where, like what are the stipulations? Yep. Like, and I'm just like, no, I actually have to start following this account because like if ever I'm stuck, I, I, I need to know like, I know. where I can go pee. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, anyway, wait, so, so frustrating. What I know you've been on Vumerity and you're about to go on Oprah's. What else have you been on? Jelenia was my those? only other oh, medicine. Okay. Jelenia was first. The doctor put me on Jelenia like right after the diagnosis, like almost immediately. Yeah. Um, and have you ever been on Jelenia? No, um, but I know. So Jelenia and Vumerity are both mid-level efficacy 
as we've talked about, Ocrevus is one of the gold standards. So the two, there are two B cell depleter. Actually, there's three, but one of them is prescribed off-label, rituximab. Hmm. But Kesimpta, I don't know how is it pronounced, Kesimpta, Kesimpta, hmm. Ocrevus. Um, they're both B cell depleters, but just administered in two different ways. So Kesimpta hmm. is a monthly shot that you self-administer, and Ocrevus is a biannual infusion. I would, I don't, I don't think I'd be able to do that, like self one. I'm like so ah. freaking squeamish. Not, uh, and not even to like to other things like to me like I'm just well, like I don't trust you me. were never put on copaxone I was it's, thinking it's that when you were telling me about your diagnosed. experience yeah because I was like diabetes was, and it was yeah it was a daily shot and you you're supposed you have to rotate it so that because it can cause lipoatrophy which basically means that you can it'll erode the fat cells so if you do it in the same location every time, you can start to get dimples and divots in your fat. So they to to combat that, they have you do a a weekly rotation. So it's like your thighs, your stomach, your butt, your hips, and the backs of your arms. But there were certain areas that I couldn't reach. So my husband actually got to be a really Ugh. good. He was good at, at delivering shots, but it was not great. <laughs> I'm like, literally, like, I feel my skin crawling, like, as you're talking about it. And it's a low efficacy met. So that's the thing. Yeah. It's yeah. frustrating that I did that for three years because it didn't yeah. even really prevent yeah. my MS from progressing. That sucks. That yeah. sucks. So... Yeah. So tell me about the decision. How did they decide? How did you decide Ocrevus and not Kesimpta? Or I know the other one that yeah. people really like is Tysabri, but that puts you at a higher risk. If you're JC virus positive, you are at a risk for developing PML. That scary ass brain a thing. Scary brain disease. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I'm like, they, they, they're just, they talked about it. And I'm like, is this the scary brain thing that y'all are always talking about? Okay, great. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm terrified. I'll always be terrified of it. So like, <laughs> and I've already signed it up to, to, to do this thing. So don't tell me about it again before I change my mind. But it's interesting because you shared with them that you're hoping to become a parent mm -hmm. and they suggested Okrabus. That so my doctor actually said it's the one that they recommend to mm. people who are family planning the most because of how you can time it out. Timing wise, it allows for like ease of planning. And then so it's like, so it's just like if I get it and then like I get pregnant, like I can just stave off the next dose for a couple of, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And yeah. The other thing too is that doc my doctor heard said that he has a couple of like quite a few patients who have breastfed while on it. It it seems he's just like, wow, like I can't like officially and like legally say these things. Like the data shows that this is actually probably the best one for like if you're family planning or if you're looking to become a mom or pregnant soon. So interesting. 
I honestly like, especially when it comes to, to, to stuff like, like that, I, I went in there blind, zero research. I was just, I don't know what the fuck, what am I going to go in there and say, Hey, uh, doctor man with 10 million years of medical school, because you're a neurologist and a psychiatrist. Here's what I think. No, (laughs) hell no. Insurance, you know, like they're they're paying ten thousand dollars to the hospital and to the for this visit. So, like, I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use that. Like, so you tell how me. did you how did you find your current neurologist? Because so, it sounds like you were seeing this guy that was kind of a not a quack, but like the one that no, you went no. into when you were having the oh no contest. no that was guy was a quack that guy was yeah. a quack. like that was a one and done situation like I was just like. I was on ZocDoc. I was just like, whatever. That, that was a uh, me being dumb. <laughs> Essentially, have you was... seen? So, have you seen the latest John Mulaney Netflix special, Baby J, where he talks about he talks about going to rehab? Oh it, no, it's no! It's like post anyway. He talks about finding the doc that gave him because he used to be addicted to all these prescription drugs yeah. and yeah he, yeah 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 like he looked up on mm-hmm. doc and he the like lowest rated provider because he knew that that guy would just give him that's prescriptions so no questions that's asked. so funny that is so funny but it's true <laughs> I was just like, listen, whoever's available the soonest, like wins. <laughs> but no, no, that guy is definitely a quack. The doctor that I had before the doctor I have now was also at NYU. She just left okay. the she left the practice. Gotcha. Like uh like she left the practice maybe like right as I started my like family planning journey. So I was so bummed, but it, like hard. Yeah. It was all divine timing because this doctor is like, he is the greatest. But I, I found all of these doctors. Um, I, and again, this is why I'm just like, thank you, Jesus. I live in New York is because I live in New York, you know, like that um, original doctor, the neuro ophthalmologist was associated with NYU. He like sent me right. to the NYU ER. And so once they actually did diagnose, you know, they just sent me to the NYU MS Center. <laughs> they were just like, hey, yeah. we, we just so happen to have literally hundreds of doctors, nurses, social workers, case planners and managers, literally all these people only deal with people with MS. So like, just like, and they, and then at the end, at the ER, when they diagnosed me, they gave me an appointment the next day, like with the infusion center to like, not the infusion center. They gave me an appointment with the MS center to like set up what the plan was to like, actually start seeing a doctor that was going to be my doctor. Um, And she was wonderful. She was just so like nice and kind and patient and. And knew about this disease because the other thing that's it. I mean, you can't just go see any neurologist. You really need to see an MS specialist. Yeah. Yeah. And which was why I was just, again, which is why I like when we even started talking about this, I was just like, this, this could not. I, I could not like have done this if like in this way, had I not been in New York, because it was just like, I didn't have to do anything extra to get the right level of service, the right level of care with people who knew what the hell they were talking about, who were like 
ready to go on a treatment plan and like here you go and so jelenia was where i started uh on i like my my medicine journey um and it it worked like fine it was like getting on it like starting it was very like freaky because you have to like be observed for mm. um i think it was like eight hours or something so like literally like they sent somebody to my house and I took my medicine and then that person like watched me and took my blood pressure for an hour like every hour on the hour for the first eight for eight hours and then they like went on about their way they were you didn't die great like <laughs> I can go home nah, I shouldn't laugh but you have to <laughs> keep, that's literally you have what it was she was just like okay you're pride. still alive yeah <laughs> down. And I'm like all right bye girl um, but like that part of it was like freaky. It's just like, oh my gosh, this shit could stop my heart. Like that's weird and scary. And then after that, it was like literally like it felt like the short time rotisserie girl, like set it and forget it. Cause it was like I take my medicine and like I didn't think about it like again, you know. Um, but yeah, so then once my doctor and I decided like, all right, like it's showtime now, like it's time for me to like start thinking about getting pregnant, like here's the game plan. Then that's when we decided, like, okay, so, like, you can't be on Jelenia. Let's go to this drug. It's, like, fast, like, out of your system. Like, it can, like, be done. So, like, we'll move to that. And so we're here now with the two new lesions. And then uh, now we're moving to Ocrevus, which I'm just, like, this is so much better for me anyway. Because it's just, like, I don't have to worry about forgetting my medicine. Because that it's was... nice from that, I know. I was... It is... Oh. I chose Ocrevus over Kisimta in part because I was really stressed at work and the thought of having a half day to go in and do nothing at the infusion center mm. was really lovely mm. mm -hmm. and then it's really funny on the last infusion I had I actually was on an all staff meeting on my phone the whole time so I, I remember really you I was just like girl take this time for you <laughs> but yeah so I I guess I want to talk a little bit more about like what do you feel like is the most different between your life like before and after like your official diagnosis <sighs> I mean, it's interesting because now I'm 11 years post-official diagnosis. So, I mean, and I started having symptoms 15 years ago. Wow. So this has been part of my life for a very long time. Yeah. Um, I wish I had realized very little in my life changed at the point of official diagnosis. So I actually had climbed Half Dome. Do you know Half Dome in Yosemite? Mm -mm. Anyone listening to this? It's the, probably that big, they'll, they'll, everybody that's not me will probably know what the hell you're talking about. It is the big mountain that looks like it's been cut into mm, mm, mm. in Yosemite. And it's so I think it's round trip it's like a 14 mile hike shit it's, you gain probably 2500 feet in elevation the very end is you're climbing up cables up a 
30% grade because you get to the top of the actual half dome. Like, I, I, I understand that in theory that this is fun times. <laughs> well, I could not do it now, but I did that a week or two before getting diagnosed. Wow. So I was shocked. I was like, come yeah. on. I was like, I'm, you know, a peak physical, peak physical health. Yeah. I'm doing like, I just climbed half dome. I'm, I can't believe this. And then really nothing changed that much. Um, but I think, you know, I think the worst element has been the pandemic mm. just because it's raised collective stress and it's raised my stress and work was really tough. My team, every like everyone, we all went remote. Uh, I was managing a brand new program for the state of Colorado in my job. So I was managing a team remotely while rolling out a brand new program. Just my stress was through the roof and I started to notice I was like, I'm having my balance is noticeably worse. I'm getting tired. I can't walk as interesting. yeah interesting so it's only I mean and when so like about three years ago I just I finally started to feel like the MS was catching up with me I you know it had been kept at bay I was like it's a it's a diagnosis I have it's something that I have going on in my life but it doesn't affect my day-to-day and now it does affect my day-to-day I can probably only walk about a half mile before I just get super fatigued and I start to get foot drop. So I don't, I mean, but, but it's also, it's hard. You know, I've been, I think you and I've talked about the fact I'm really active on the, there's an MS subreddit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, And I spend a lot of time there and it's just, it's a powerful reminder of, how good I actually do have it because Mm -hmm. I still work full time. I still walk without a cane or walk unassisted. I have a kid. I'm married. I'm, you know, I have a very full life. I have a dog. You have a dog. I have a dog. It's like we go take our dogs for walks. Yeah. But I just am not as active as I once was, or if I go to the gym, it's just like, I get exhausted super easily. And and I just have to, so it's all about preserving energy. It's thinking about what are the things I can do today? And then that's what I can do. And I can't do more than that, which is hard because I'm someone who loves to stay busy and do so many things. Oh my God. And I've really had to slow down. You know, this, this whole, like, like feeling like the MS is catching up to me and like, you know, like this noticing like, like limitations and things like that's something that I think I've come to like realize recently. And so last summer, like right after I transitioned out of my job, I just like, I spent as much time as I could outside. I was just like out, I was walking and I like did like insane walks, like from my house in Crown Heights to like 
to in Manhattan, like across the bridge. That's like awesome that you just, can still do that. Just like walking. And I walked like an insane amount. And, you know, this like summer, as like summer has been like coming up, like I've been noticing that I've been like going on my like long ass walks, just like long ambling walks. And and I come home and I'm just like, I am fucking wrecked. I'm like, oh my God, like my feet, like, and I'm like hobbling and it seems like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I'm just like, I walked and he's just like, okay. And like, that was one thing I was just like, okay. So like, that's one thing I can, I can understand that. Like, I also am like at least 20 to 30 pounds heavier this summer than I am last summer. Last summer, I like right after the wedding, I was probably like still at like my skinniest. So it's just like, there's a little bit more weight to carry around this time, but the thing that really, really just like took me aback so, so much is I like, obviously I've been trying to like make the social media thing go. So I've been like making videos and like making content and just like coming up with things, like coming up with creative things. Like sometimes I'm on Canva, like coming up with designs and flyers and things like that. And like, I'm the whole time I'm sitting on my butt. So like, I'm not exerting any physical energy like I'm not up I'm not running I'm not doing and like because I had a the, the great idea one day I was like oh I can do these things like while I'm on the stepper that happened like one time I was like no I cannot do this I need to focus this is a disaster no and so you know I'm just like sitting on my butt and I was home and Stephen was off one day and like I was just like creating stuff like crazy I was just like creating a ton of stuff and it was like maybe like two in the afternoon, three in the afternoon. And I just like wiped out and I was sleep for maybe like three hours. And I woke up and I was like, what, what happened? And, you know, he like loves whenever I fall asleep on the couch. Cause he's just like cameras. I was like paparazzi, like immediately. Like if you, I, I don't ever have to like look in his phone because I know what I will find. I will find unlimited sleeping pictures of myself. <laughs> Like not, he's not talking to other girls. Like he, he's like taking pictures of me while I'm sleeping. I'm sure like putting it on somebody's like Photoshop battles for Reddit, like <laughs> make her superhero. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I, I like came to that realization in the moment, like after I realized, like, like I didn't do anything. Like, I didn't do anything today. So, like, why am I so tired? Why am I so wiped? And I was just like, I need to really come to terms with the fact that, like, mental energy for me is kind of like physical energy for somebody else. Like, yeah. me working for an hour or two, like, doing stuff on my phone, if I'm talking to a client, if I'm, like, doing some research or something, that counts as, like, exertion. And then I'm so tired and I'm... And as someone who has always been super high performing, I can do 15 things at once, this, that, and the, I mean, like we knew each other, yeah. like you, yeah. you've seen me in action Same. at those fucking exactly. camps. It's just like yeah. wrangling, like a herd of 50 girls plus this, and then in an event and then in that, and then, and then you yeah. have to run and, and this one needs to go to the train. And, and it's just like, I'm just, I'm used to going 120 miles an hour at all times, or else I don't feel that's the other thing too. Like, the high performer guilt is just like, if I'm not doing that, then I don't feel like I'm doing enough or that it doesn't count yeah. or that yeah. it's like, it's, you know, fake, it's a you know, big mind shift, isn't it? 
it's, it's really I, hard. I just like, and it's just like, and the fact of the matter that this, all of these realizations for me have come in this time of me, like not working, like on this, like, I, I wanted it to be a short hiatus. It's an unintentionally long hiatus from work. It's just like making me a little worried now about like reintroducing myself to a traditional workforce as much as I want to. Yeah, I I mean, I'm, I'm dealing with that right now. Yeah. And truthfully, so actually, I'm only working four days a week. Good. And my boss knows that I have MS. And I think that's part of the reason why he suggested he was like, we could really use you back. But I also want to acknowledge. Yep. Yeah. Part of the reason I left this job in the first place the first time was because I was like I'm I need a break like my body and my mind both need a break yeah so when he asked me to come back he was like why don't we do four days a week where you're working 32 hours a week I love that I love that your your boss is just like yeah yeah but it's also also, also a trade-off like you're worth it enough for me to like do this thing that I said that I couldn't do or wouldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's hard because I'm also, I'm a workaholic and it's, I tend to throw myself in heartedly. So it's really hard when I am working on the days that I'm working, not to work more than eight hours, not to push myself way too hard. Yeah. And that's just who, that's your personality. That's my personality. And it's, it's, it's been a good lesson in setting boundaries for myself, but I still Mm. struggle with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a, oh man, there was a, there was a, a, something I saw on, on Instagram. It was like a rule versus a boundary. Yeah, you set boundaries and other people can break you can't break your own boundaries like you can break your own rules but like if it's a boundary then you're going to respect your own boundary yeah yeah I think that's true I mean one thing I've done so because I'm only working four days a week and not everyone is aware of that my clients don't know that so they'll email me on Mondays but I my solution is I just don't have Slack or email notifications put mm. on my phone. Mm-hmm. So like if someone emails me when I'm not working, I don't feel obligated to reply to it because I don't know unless I intentionally open my Outlook yep. app, which I'm yep. pretty good about not doing. See, that's my problem is I'm terrible at all those things. Terrible at notifications. I'm terrible at not replying. I'm terrible at not checking. But you have, that's the thing is I knew that about myself. So I was like, what are some technology tools and things that I can do to make sure that I stick to those boundaries? You are full of great segues today because this is a really great segue to, do you have any like tips or tricks to like manage your MS day to day. I don't know. Like I know you're on the infusion now, so like you're not because what I was have to remember exactly, exactly. But I mean, as you were talking about gabapentin, we can 
we can talk about what sort of other meds and, you know, supplements you're on. So, I mean, I often will forget to take things and then I'm like, oh, I should have, oops, I forgot to take. So I Mm -hmm. take, we've talked about this. I take, I take a lot of vitamin D. I take a vitamin B12. I'm taking magnesium. I've started experimenting with lion's manes. And that's where we'll wrap up our story for now. Make sure to come back for our last and final part of the MS Tales with Emma. As always, thanks so much for listening to this week's Mugfuls of Mimosas with Liz. If you can, please hit that subscribe or follow button and leave me a five-star review on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen. And follow me on Instagram or TikTok at LizLaughLoveNYC. See you next week and make sure between now and then your cup stays full. Bye.